Yup, yup. Welcome to Know What Nichols with Dre Lauren. So, <laughs> there's a big debate going on right now. Um, Jacquees uh, made the d- decision to declare himself the new king of R&B. <laughs> and uh, obviously that sparked a, a debate going on social media right now. Um, just kind of everyone putting in their, their input and their thoughts. I mean, even artists, uh, you know, Tyrese and Tank and, um, you know, Chris and other artists have even chimed in to put their two cents on, um, 21 Savage made a point that older artists, um, basically aren't letting the youngest um the younger artists uh get better or shine basically and i just want to i want to put my spin on that number one rb is my favorite type of music and um all respect to to jacques um but this but the answer is no (laughs) it's just no i mean the he said current current R&B okay cool I mean but what do you mean when you say current I mean these 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 people such as you know the you know the tanks and the genuines or you know to the Tyrese's these people aren't dead these people aren't you know not still putting out music so when you say current like what do you mean you know even these people that have you know these songs you know look at a song like you know, genuine differences or genuine pony. These songs are still on the radio. So what do you mean by by current? You know what I mean? Um, so it's it's interesting to me. I think that's one of the most important things to look at is what is really being defined as current. Um, you know, I, I understand that, you know, he's, I guess... <laughs> you know, successful at this point in time in his career, but it's a simple thing. You haven't earned it. And and that's really the result or the response to what 21 Savage was saying. It's like you, you know, no disrespect to those guys, but you haven't earned them. You haven't gone through what these guys have gone through. You know, new artists have the the cushion. And sorry to say that, but it's it's just simply easier for them to be successful. You know, people can simply go, and play one song, just one song, you know, millions of times or billions of times on Spotify or on Tidal or on Google or whatever it is. And that song or that album that that one song is from can go platinum. You know what I mean? These artists, these older artists, you know, the R. Kelly's, the, like I said, the Tyrese's and these, these other artists had to sell full albums. Like... Yeah, there was some times where you could you could find just the singles to buy, like on vinyls and things like that. But other than that, you had to go buy full albums. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it was, if people liked you, they liked you. It wasn't like, oh, this one person can sell or can put out one hot song and all of a sudden they're, they're nominated for a Grammy. You know what I mean? Just because they had one song that a bunch of people decided to stream and play a lot. You know what I mean? And I think that a lot of these artists, to be honest, a lot of these newer artists 
wouldn't be successful as they are if people had to actually buy their music. I'm 25, you know, so I'm not that old, but, you know, I remember buying CDs. I mean, I had cassette tapes, you know what I mean, when I was a kid. And growing up, we had to buy CDs. It wasn't like, you know, this is because YouTube, I don't think, came until maybe like 2005. So and then all the music platforms came obviously later than that. So we had to, if we wanted a song to listen to, if there was a song that we liked or artists, whatever, we had to go buy a CD, the whole entire album. You know what I mean? That was money that we spent, you know, $12, $13, whatever, um, probably around that price. But that was money that we spent, you know what I mean? And that's how artists made their money, but also that's how they became successful. That's how albums, you know, were, were known. You know, when you look back, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, a lot of times you talk about, of course you talk about hit songs, but you, a lot of times you talk about albums, you know what I'm saying? You look at like 50 Cent, you think of Get Rich or Die Trying, like that album, you know what I mean? It had, you know, In The Club, it had 21 Questions, you know what I mean? You, know what I mean? you think about like, you know, T.I., you think of like King, or like trap music, or Urban, like you think about albums, you know what I mean? 10 years from now, you know, I, I can guarantee you right now, honestly, I I would make the argument that does anyone that's not really, really fans of these new artists, do they even know the names of their albums? You know what I mean? To be, I'm, I'm being honest, you know what I mean? Like, I think Fetty Wap was, I think his album was nominated for a Grammy. You know what I mean? When he had his big year, when he came out with his, his, his um, singles, My Way and 679 and Trap Queen. And to me, it's just like, just cause you had three big songs and, and don't get me wrong, I'm a DJ. They were three big songs, don't get me wrong. But just because you had three big songs, your album gets nominated for a Grammy. How many people actually listened to the other numerous songs that were on his album? And I think it's just honestly unfair to, you know, to artists that had to come up and, and you know, sell full albums to be successful and, and do, you know, more work like marketing tools and things like that. They didn't have social media to be able to tell people they're coming out with a song or, or to be able to market a dance to their song and things like that. It was honestly more difficult. It was honestly more harder. And of course, you know, you, you in a sense, as time goes on, things and technology are making things easier for people. But because of that reason, when you are younger, you need to respect the people that came before you because they did more than you to open the door for you. You know what I mean? It is what it is. I mean, if we're talking R&B, for me, my personal, for me, the kings of R&B, number one at the top is R. Kelly. I mean, it's, it's how can you, who, who, who can you really put above R. Kelly? I mean, he came out early 90s and is still making music today. And, and that was another question I had, kind of this whole current thing. Like, what, is, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Are, we, are you saying that current, like someone that has a hit, you know what I mean? A, a top 40 hit, a top, you know, 
uh, Billboard 100 hit? Like, what are, you, what are you saying when you say current? Because a lot of these people are still making music. You know what I mean? They're still making music, and some of them still have hits. So are you saying maybe it's an age thing? Are you saying maybe under, under 25, under 28? Or like, what is it that you are using to define current? But either way, it's R. Kelly, then it's Usher. I mean, everyone that knows me knows I'm a big Usher fan. But, I mean, to be honest, he has one of the greatest R&B albums of all time. I mean, Confessions, you know what I'm saying, sold 10 million albums in the U.S. and 10 million outside of the U.S. So that makes it 20 million total albums sold for one album. Who, who now is selling 20 million albums, you know what I'm saying, for one album? I can make the argument that you let let a newer artist put out five albums and I guarantee it don't sell 20 million albums. You know what I mean? Like, like these are the things that these, these people are doing. And then when you look at, it's for R. Kelly and Usher specifically, you look at how their career has spanned, like they're still making music. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know R. Kelly, his his album came out, uh, his last album I think was Buffet, came out uh, maybe three years ago, something like that. And okay, I don't think there were any, you know, technically hit songs on it. Um, I mean, as a fan, I liked the album, you know what I mean? But it was it was number one on the Billboard albums for sales that week, you know what I mean? Of course, it didn't, it didn't necessarily sell I guess what you're typically used to an R. Kelly selling, but it was number one. And if, if they're talking about being current and stuff, then that's pretty current to me. You know what I'm saying? Three years ago, being having a number one album. Okay, cool. Just going to Usher. Usher had a hit, No Limit. So not only was it a, a Billboard 100 hit, it was a top 40 hit. You know, what, you know what I mean? I think that was maybe 2016. So that was two years ago. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty current. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I mean, and then and go go back for 2016, he had a hit with I Don't Mind. That was a, I think that was a top 15 hit. You know what I mean? So this whole current thing is just really, it's really <laughs> mind-boggling for me. Um, now, when I go to another, I guess, king, see, and, and that's another thing. This The king thing really gets me because you have to put in your due, like, and, and I think it was Tank that posted and said, we're throwing this word king around too loosely. And I, and I agree with that, you know what I mean? I mean, these are, just because you have success and you're popular doesn't mean you are a king. Like even someone else, the next person I was thinking was like Chris Brown, but, and I'm a, anyone else that knows me knows I'm a huge Chris Brown fan, love Chris Brown. But I don't know if I would put him as like a king of R&B, like a, a king, like because when I think of king, I think of one of one of the great greatest, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to your music, your your impact and stuff, I'm I'm on the fence with Chris a little bit because you know because of his age and he's been out for a while, but he has you know benefited from the new era of you know streaming and and things such as that. Um, 
but I'm still not sure if I will really put him there. But I mean, in terms of success, I mean, what else do you want? I mean, he he's in my opinion one of the hardest workers in music. He's he's dropping albums, dropping music all the time. You know what I mean? And obviously, as a performer, people love him. You know what I mean? And um, you know, he's also big over overseas. He's big globally, and that's another thing too that I put into to my criteria. Usher, Chris Brown, they can go do song, go do shows overseas. They can go do a show probably in in Germany or Australia, and it sell out. Can someone, and, and I don't mean, like I said, no disrespect or anything like that, but like someone like Jacquees, can he go do that? Can, can number one, can he sell out an arena? If he comes to my city, Chicago, by himself, can he sell out the United Center? You know what I'm saying? We talking 20, 30,000 people. I'm just not sure, to be honest, if he can do it. You know what I mean? And, you know, like I said, no offense, no offense to him. I mean, I, I, um, I have a I have respect for him actually for um, keeping R and B alive because you know I think it is being overlooked and it's not getting the respect that it deserves. So I appreciate him for being someone that is still doing R and B music. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, when I, for him, I mean, you gotta you not you not even on the level of Chris, let alone. Trey songs, you know what I mean? Like these, these dudes are, you know, what, 10, maybe, well, let me see, 10, 13. I think they came out in 2005, 2006. Like they're 12, 13 years into this thing and have multiple hits, you know what I'm saying? And, and classics, they have, they have some songs that are considered classics, you know what I mean? Um, I think that's another thing with, Everything now, music moves so fast. Like someone, and I'm only using Jacquees just because he's the one who started this whole thing. But will ten years from now will we still be listening to him? And I mean that's a, that's an honest question that I have. You go back to the Fetty Wap thing. How who you know he had that huge year, that huge huge year, bang like hits. You know what I'm saying? But have we heard from him now? A couple years later. Will we hear from him 10 years from now? Will we be hearing him 10 years from now? You know what I'm saying? With Jacquees, will we be, will he still be around, number one, 10 years from now? And will he be relevant? Will he, does, will he have songs that will still be played 10 years from now? Because I can throw, as a DJ, I can throw Usher Yeah, Usher yeah on, and it's, it's still banging in the club. And that's a 2004 hit song. That's 14 years ago. You know what I'm saying? I can throw ignition on, you know what I'm saying, at an event and people are vibing to it. People are loving it. People are singing the words. Those are those are classic songs. You know what I'm saying? So that's an that's another thing that, you know, when it comes to this this king thing, you gotta have classics. You gotta have things that that def, that help to define you and keep you that that's what makes you a king. It's not always about, you know just raw talent. I mean, there are probably people sitting at home that are amazing singers, you know what I'm saying? Or amazing, whatever, but you have to have the, the impact and the influence on the culture to put yourself in that conversation for, to be considered a king. 
I mean, you you just do. I mean, these, you know, I keep going to R. Kelly and Usher because to me, they're they're the top. They, R. Kelly and Usher for me, are the top along with Bobby Brown. They are the the kings of R and B because, and this is the reason. R. Kelly speaks for himself. His his vocal ability is is untouched. It's unmatched. Other than really Charlie Wilson, I think R. Kelly's best male uh, voice of all time. I mean, I've seen him live. I think let me see two times, two or three times, and it's it's incredible. You know what I'm saying? Like he honestly sounds better <laughs> than his songs live. You know what I mean? And that's that's another thing. Being able to sing live is important. You know what I'm saying? Because that shows that shows your talent. You know what I mean? Um, but R. Kelly has classics songs. You know what I mean? Classic songs, classic albums, 12 play. That's a classic. You know what I mean? Bump and Grind, classic. You know what I'm saying? Ignition, classic. You know what I mean? And I could keep stepping the name of love for R. Kelly. Classic. Like, and I could keep going because he's been around for so long and and been so important to the the black culture honestly the black culture of music like r kelly is is one of the top in terms of influence you know what i mean he has so many classics i mean you go to usher i mean confessions obviously as an album classic album you go to songs like yeah like burn like you got it bad you know you don't have to call you remind me nice and slow i mean i could keep going with him too in terms of classics like you put them on right now you know what I'm saying? And people are singing the words. You know what I mean? Bobby Brown is one that he he really pioneered that, um, I guess, that that bad, I don't even want to say bad side, but that kind of that, that hyped version of R&B, that new style of R&B um, as an artist. You know, I think Chris Brown is, is uh, kind of a, example of what Bobby Brown was in the 90s that that hardcore that hardcore R&B artist you know what I mean that that performer that that vocalist you know what I mean like that was what Chris Brown is, is today and Bobby Brown really was one of you know um Usher's influences you know what I'm saying so you have to you have to really look and say okay these people have been here, but how, how did they get here? You know what I'm saying? Because Chris Brown was influenced by people like Usher and Tank and Bobby Brown and R. Kelly. You see what I'm saying? So is it fair for us to really put them, put people on the same level? You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, and that's another, that's another debate. Um, I think, like I said, I, in terms of order for R&B, I mean, the, like I said, R. Kelly, Usher, Bobby Brown are, um, they're at the top because of their their influences on music, on the culture. You know, they 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 have honestly, you know, birthed <laughs> almost so many artists, you know, and people that have just looked up to them and you know put it, you know, put it on the map for them. I mean, it's almost like when you um, compare it to. You compare it to basketball. You look at how many people Michael Jordan influenced. You know what I'm saying? Or how many people are trying to trying to dribble like like Iverson? Or how many people are trying to shoot like Kobe? You know what I mean? Like you, when you influence someone, you know you have to show respect 
to them because without them, there would be no you. You know what I'm saying? Just like, just like probably without, you know, maybe Charlie Wilson and, and like Ronald Isley and Luther Vandross, there would be no R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Keith Sweat is a, Keith Sweat is another name that that came up. I think um, a couple people had mentioned, and I think me personally, I don't um, consider him a king just because of his longevity and his. Um, he doesn't have the he doesn't have the catalog, and the classics necessarily that those guys have. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like I said, that's just my opinion. Um, but like, I mean, Chris, Chris Brown, Trey songs. I mean, they're, they're R and B, you know what I mean? Like that's for this generation. I mean, those guys are under, I mean, well, I think Trey songs is almost mid thirties, but Chris Brown ain't 30 yet. So what do you, when you say current, like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, I don't know what age, uh, Jacquees is or whatever, but I mean, I'm not really sure what he was trying to get at. I mean, it could just be clickbait, to be honest. You know, you look at everything that, you know, 6ix9ine has done to to get his name out there, you know, and it, and it could be something like that, which is, you know, can't blame, can't blame him for that. You know, but there's so many, man, when it comes to R&B, you know, R. Kelly, Usher, Chris Brown, Trey Songs, Tank, Maxwell, Joe, you know, um, Babyface, um, you can even honorable mention Neo, you know what I mean? Like there's so many names that, that come to mind, um, that you have to show, show respect to for their contribution to the genre. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Like I said, you, of course you want people to come out and be new, but you got to be respectful. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember some some years ago, Trey Songs had, I think, taken some shots at R. Kelly. And it's like, you are the like the epitome of someone that was influenced by R. Kelly. Like his music is, you know, talking about Trey, his music is very, you know, sexual, sexually, you know, contented, you know what I mean? Um, and that's how R. Kelly was. Like he is Trey Songs is, and, and this is in no match to talent, anything like that. But in terms of content, he is like the the next generation's version of R. Kelly. When you really when you really sit down and think about it, um, you know, I a lot of people chimed in, and, and Tyrese, Tyrese is someone else that you know, in terms of R and B. Um, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying he's a king of R&B or anything like that, but he's someone that I think should be respected simply because he's talented. He's had a couple of songs, you know what I'm saying, that have that are um that are big, but he should be respected. You know, uh Pleasure P also um <laughs> chimed in and uh for people that don't know Pleasure P was part of um a group Pretty Ricky. He chimed in and basically challenged Jacquees um, and someone else, I'm trying to remember who it, who it was, um, basically challenged Jacquees to, oh, Jacquees and Jay Holiday to all put out a song on the same day and see who liked it better. You know, see who's, uh, whose song is liked better by the people. And, um, I mean, I, I would definitely like to see that. I think that would be interesting because 
I mean, I, I like Pleasure P. He was never, he never got real big or anything like that. And see, to be honest, I, to be honest, I consider Jacquees like a Pleasure P, but I just think now it's so easy to get seen. It's so easy to, you know, get known and get your music out there because you have social media. You know what I mean? You look at someone like, you look at someone like Chance the Rapper from Chicago and, and, you know, I'm a big fan of Chance as a person. Everything that he he does for this city is is incredible. Um, someone like him, look how successful he has been not being on a label. You know what I mean? And not to take away from, from his hard work and his success or anything like that. But you have to ask the question, could he have done that 20 years ago when there was no social media, when there was no YouTube, when there was no SoundCloud to, get, to put your music out there and your content out there. You know what I'm saying? And and it's, you know, with this Jacquees thing and, and this song thing, I think they should do it. I think they should all put out a song. And I think, honestly, I, I would get everybody in on it. You know what I mean? I would have, I would have, you know, oh, I guess, I guess they're considering past artists. You know what I mean? Such as R. Kelly, such as, you know, Keith Sweat, you know, so, you know, certain artists, but I would have them all put out a song, you know what I mean? And, and go from there. Because really, when you look at R&B, and when you say king of R&B, what are you talking about? Because are you talking about vocal ability? Because when you talk about, because that's, that's, that's a difference too. When you talk about vocal ability versus just success, then it goes even smaller of a select list. Because as, as good of songs as certain people might make, they might not be the best singers. They might not be the most talented. You know what I mean? When it comes to vocal ability, like I said, I'm a huge fan of Chris Brown. But just in my opinion, I don't feel like he is, um, you know, I don't feel like he is as good vocally as he used to be. You know what I mean? I've, I've seen him, I think I've seen Chris Brown five or six times live. And if he comes back again, I'm definitely trying to go back and see him again live you know what i'm saying i love seeing him dance but to be honest as someone that loves his music i have most of his albums you know i love seeing him in concert will continue to go i go to see him dance i don't go to see him sing i don't really see you know like i said i don't think he's that well uh that good of a singer live if i'm being completely honest and like i said that's nothing to take away from him. i'm one of the biggest chris brown fans you'll meet um, Trey Songz is another one. I never really got into got into Trey Songz really anyway. I've never, but I actually have seen him um, twice because he was on um, a tour with Usher some years back, and then he was on a tour with Chris Brown some years back. Um, he's another one that I don't really think is necessarily the best vocalist. But don't get me wrong. I mean, he grace he he makes great music as well. But I don't think he's the best vocalist. Like when I think of when I think of vocalists and, and, and be, having a good voice, you have to be someone that will be considered to tribute one of the greats. For example, Whitney Houston, you know what I'm saying? Um, Charlie Wilson, um, Luther Vandross, Stevie Wonder. If you are someone that is considered and could sing a tribute to one of those artists, or and obviously many more, then I think you're a great vocalist. Like, as, as popular as 
as popular and as big as songs as Chris Brown and Trey songs have had, um, would someone pick them to sing a song, see, sing one of Stevie Wonder's songs as a tribute to him? It's an honest question. You know what I mean? So I, I think that that also separates things as well. And, and I think someone like R. Kelly and Usher, there's no question. They've already tributed some of the all-time greats. You know, they've done, you know, um, they've done tributes for, you know, Whitney Houston and Stevie Wonder and Luther Vandross and these, these amazing, incredible artists, Prince, Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's another thing for me that honestly is important, you know, that's like your vocal ability makes you not, not, not only does honestly it helps you to stand out because people especially when you have an iconic voice like R. Kelly has an iconic voice like when you hear R. Kelly you know it's him <laughs> like you you know it's him you know what I mean and some and a lot of people do have unique voices and stuff you know it's them but vocal ability is very very important important so if you've taken that into an account okay cool so now you got to start talking about about singers people that can sing sing you know what I mean as some people say, people that can sing. <laughs> um, you know, someone, someone like, see, someone like Tank, I mean, I think he is, um, man, I, he, I was never into a lot of his music, but I always had a ton of respect for him because of his, his ability and want to keep R&B alive. You know what I mean? And I think he's, you know, unique in his own right, too, and um, the way that he sings and things like that, and has been successful over the years. Now, he hasn't had the, I guess, the necessarily the longevity or the overall success of other artists and things like that, but you have to, you have to respect him. I know Chris Brown had posted at one point a few years ago, I, I remember this, how much he had looked up to Tank, and I think Tank was his biggest influence or something like that. You know what I mean? So you you have to take that into account as well. You know, Tank helped spawn Chris Brown in a sense. When you think about it, you know, if he's saying that he was one of his biggest influences, um, you know, other people, Genuine, you know, Tyrese, um, I kind of put them, I think, in the same, I think I put them in the same tier almost as, as Tank. Um, I wouldn't necessarily consider them kings, but I would consider them um, definitely some of the greats of, of R&B, for sure. I mean, they definitely all have uh, some classic R&B songs. You know, someone else comes to mind was Joe. Um, he, he wasn't someone that, you know, had a super long, I guess, necessarily career, but He's still making music, so his career's still going on. So there's a definition of what you say by career. And he wasn't someone that had a, a ton, ton, ton of hits, but he had classics. You know what I mean? And that's important. That's important. What you contribute is important. You know? Um, who else? I'm just trying to think of of other R&B artists that have really, really contributed to the genre. Um, 
like I said, I mentioned Keith Sweat earlier. Um, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, more one, two hit wonders in the 90s, too. I mean, you could always say people like Donnell Jones and John B. Um, that were actually really talented when you think about it. They were actually really talented, but they just never really took off after their first kind of couple songs. You know what I mean? But they're immensely talented. And I would put them vocally over a lot of the newer artists today. You know what I mean? Over a lot of the newer artists today. So it's this is just a, a complicated debate. And it really boils down to, you know, number one, the definition of current. You know what I mean? And then when you say, what are you, what are you saying that makes him a king? Are you talking about talent? Are you talking about success? And, and that's one of the things for me, I think you have to have both to be considered a king. See, some people don't really have both like that. Some people don't have that, that, that singing voice and, you know, other talent to go along with it as well as success and global success. R. Kelly, Usher, they both have that. They both have, you know, crazy talent. You know what I mean? In terms of in terms of vocal ability, R. Kelly, R. Kelly is um, obviously is a better vocalist than Usher, but Usher's still a great vocalist in terms of being able to sing. You know what I mean? Like he's a great vocalist. You know, I think Chris and Trey are two other names that come to mind. Um, but I don't think their uh, vocal ability is on par with those with those two. So I would put them kind of um, still under um, honorable mentions like Genuine and Tyrese and Joe. I think those two and Tank, I think I would put them actually above Chris Brown and Trey Songs as well. However, they don't have the success that Chris Brown and Trey Songs have. So it's just it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, depends. Well, obviously it's it's personal, so it depends on it's it's depends on your preference, you know. Um, but it's just one of those things where I think there needs to be more respect on the people that came before you. And to be honest, you in terms of Jacques himself, you haven't put in the work. You haven't put in the work. You haven't, and I'm, that's not to say he doesn't work harder at all like that. But you haven't put in the time, the work. You haven't had the success to be able to call yourself the king of R&B, even if you're saying current, like, no, it's just, no, this is something I, I completely disagree with. Like I said, with, with no disrespect at all. Like I said, I have a lot of respect for him still doing R&B music because I, I feel like it is declining in a sense. Um, but yeah, it's just, you, you got to respect those that come before you. And, and in response to 21 Savage, um, and that'll be something that'll be for another episode, getting more into hip and more into hip hop and, and where that's going right now. But, you know, in regards to his comments on older artists, not helping or supporting younger artists and, you know, for them to get bigger and better. I mean, it, that's an, that's just a difficult situation, but the reason is because honestly, there's not a lot of talent. There's not a lot of talent in comparison to those older artists. You know, when you look at, and I'll go back to R&B since that's what we're talking about. When you 
go back to R&B, there's been a steady, there's been a pretty steady, um, there, there was a steady kind of mantle passing. For example, you go back to people like soul, soul greats, the Isley Brothers, Charlie Wilson, Stevie Wonder, Luther Vandross, and, you know, others that I obviously can't, you know, can't mention all of them. They passed it to the, to the R. Kelly's and the ushers, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they, and Bobby Brown, like they passed it to them. And there was a change in music. Like music started to get with R. Kelly, with Usher, Bobby Brown, you know, music started to get more, I guess, in a sense, I don't, I don't want to say like hardcore, but it started to get more, I guess, risque or more, um, I don't even want to say the word raunchy, but it just started to get more, I guess, explicit in a sense. You know what I mean? It started to get more explicit. Oh, Marvin Gaye is obviously at, up there at the top as well. Um, but it started to get more explicit once the mantle passed. However, the talent was still there. The talent and respect for the, for the culture and the genre and music was still there. You know what I mean? So then it passed, and then it passed on to people like Chris Brown, Trey Songs, Omarion. Like, it, it, it passed on to them. And I think with them, I think there was, there's obviously still talent there, but there, in terms of vocal ability, I think there was a little bit of a drop off. However, however, the things such as longevity and having longevity, that's difficult. And Chris Brown and Trey Songs have, they have completed and well, I don't want to say completed because they're still going. They have been successful to a huge amount. And that, like I said, to be around for, like I said, maybe 12, 13 years and still and still having hits and, and still being relevant and things like that is that's a huge success because there's a lot of people that, you know, are one hit wonders, two hit wonders or one album wonders. You know what I mean? So you have to give respect to them as well. And then with Chris Brown and Trey Songs, and when I say pass along, it's not saying like these people are getting out of the way. Like R. Kelly's still making music. Um, Charlie Wilson's still making music. Great music, by the way. Um, Usher's still making music. Chris Brown's still making music. Trey Songs still making music. But it's like when you, it's like when you're bringing in a new generation in a sense. So now you have you know, people like Jacquees, you know, BJ the Chicago Kid, you know, newer, you know, newer R&B artists in a sense. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just honestly not sure if they're going to, you know, have that longevity. I, I just really don't know because the way that they're being successful right now is so easy that it makes it harder in a sense because now almost anyone can go and, and put a song out you can go put a song out and, and put a a hot dance to it and make a challenge and and you know end up with a number one record or a hot uh you know hot 100 record like it's it's i don't, I don't want to say it's easy but it's honestly that easy you know what i mean like that's literally what it is you look at a song like drake and my feelings which is a really good song before it even got big. Like, as soon as I heard the album, I'm like, man, this is one of my favorite songs on the album. Cool. But 
he wasn't finna, he wasn't about to release that song as a single. He wasn't gonna do a video to that singles until people made a challenge out of it and made it even and made it a number one song. That was just a song on his album. You know what I'm saying? But because of social media, it made it much bigger, much bigger than it than it was. You know? You know, bottom line, you know, you gotta respect the ones that came before you. And there's no one that is, in terms of R and B, R. Kelly and Usher are at the top. It is what it is, and it, and I'm not talking about when I when I think of soul, I think of soul artists. Some of the older older artists, I think of those as soul soul artists, like it's doing soul music. Charlie Wilson, Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross. So I'm not saying R. Kelly and Usher are better than them at all, but in terms of R and B music, R. Kelly and Usher are at the top. They are. You know what I mean? And Bobby Brown's up there too because of his contribution to the music. He just hasn't had the overall longevity that those and success that those two have had. So they are at the top. And then you have to show respect and to Trey Songs and Chris Brown because of their longevity, their success, and their ability to have some some classic songs. You know what I mean? Genuine, Joe, Tank, you know, Donnell Jones. You know, John B, like other R&B artists that were super, super talented and had classic records as well. If your time is going to come, it is going to come and you don't have to declare it. That's that's how I look. You know, music speaks for itself. Contribution speaks for itself. Influence and impact speak for itself. R&B is, you know has slowly been declining and it's unfortunate because like I said it's my favorite type of music but hopefully you know people like Jacquees and these newer artists and, and even older artists continue to try to keep it alive and bring it back to where it, it should be because it is influential on music in overall um, so hopefully you know this is a, a debate that'll probably go on for a little while um, you'll probably see a lot of clashing of, I guess you say old heads and young heads. Um, but I, I mean, like I said, it was something I had to definitely speak on and, and definitely, um, give my take on it because it is so important to me. Um, but I appreciate you guys for listening for sure. Uh, my first episode here at, for No Wooden Nichols, um, make sure you guys follow me at Dre Lauren. I'm on Instagram and Facebook as well. That is Dre Lauren, D-R-E-L-A-U-R-I-N. Make sure you guys follow me. Definitely will be having more podcasts, um, some more shows coming up for you guys very soon. We'll be bringing in some special guests. And I uh, appreciate you guys for, which, uh, for listening. And I want to wish everybody a happy holidays out there as well. Peace.